0: Anchor.fm What is up, guys? This is a little bit new. Um, so I am doing Thursday's podcast right now, and I'm going to publish it right now. Call it what you want. Um, yesterday was my grandfather's birthday as well as my cousin's birthday, and so when I got home, I was absolutely 100% spent, um... I was not allowed to rest or relax towards the end of the birthday festivities. I was put on decoration takedown duties, and so I was absolutely worn out. But we're here, we're now. I wish I would have been able to do this maybe in the afternoon, so that way things would have made a little bit more sense on my side, but I feel very accomplished today. Today was like the one day out of this entire week where I didn't have something planned in the morning. And so woke up kind of late, made my wife breakfast before she went to work. And then I went to the gym kind of on the late. <clears throat> Usually I'm at the gym by like four o'clock. This time I was there like by nine, I believe I want to say. And so I was taking my time this morning. I was actually kind of feeling it. Uh, got home and then I needed to do some patching up work on just trying to get my house back to how it used to look so that way we can start making bigger and better improvements to the house instead of playing catch up and so did some patchwork that took most of the afternoon and then I started working on making a reclaimed wood bookcase for my daughter for her room and now I'm here 7 23 p.m Thursday night And you want to know something? I know that I had said in the last episode that for every one alcoholic beverage, I was going to like do two healthy beverages just to kind of like mitigate that. But you want to know something? I am very accomplished with myself today, so I'm going to treat myself to a blue moon. Blue moon. If you want to sponsor the cast, let me know. Hit me up in those DMs. But I love blue moon. So grab yourself a drink, guys. Take a little swig, put your feet up, relax, and let's get into this podcast. All righty, guys, so let's go ahead and get into it. So that way, because it's actually going to be a long night, I don't want to rush through some of these because after going through all of the responses, after going through all the responses, look, check this out, guys, for those of you who watch my stuff. From going from all of this, from all of your requests and whatnot, I have some stuff to get through. And some of this stuff is actually going to require me having to get some guests. And I think I know some people that would love to be on the podcast. I've had them on the cast before. And, um, you know, consequently, they've been waiting for me to go on theirs. And so this is going to be an amazing thing. But like I said, there's some of these... um, responses and questions and just kind of like how do you do this and how do you feel about that that I feel needs to be done in a very serious in a very mature way and not just some you know let me just sit down and give you my my point of view on everything no I think that that these particular questions are very nuanced and they deserve the respect that they uh, deserve so luckily, um, <clears throat> tonight, nothing too crazy, but we're going to get into this. So the first thing that came up was actually something, a conversation that I was having with my wife, because we are leaving to Austin next week and we're probably going to be staying with her cousin who just announced, um, in December, was it December? They just announced it that, um, she's pregnant, having a kid, their first kid. And, um, A few days ago, if not last week, but I want to say it was a few days ago, they finally revealed the gender and they're having a little girl. And so we kind of got into this whole topic of child names because, and I really hope that I'm able to share this. And if not, well, Steph, sorry. Um, (laughs) But uh, I I just think it's a really cool story. And so um, I'm getting some major feedback here. I don't know what's going on here. <clears throat> That's a first. Anyway, um, so the story goes is that apparently um, <clears throat> my wife's cousin's husband, everybody on their side of the family has, like the girl names, they're all not Hispanic names. Like they're – I don't want to come across racist or anything, but they're just kind of like white names, you know, like Brent, Trent, Kimberly, Um, you know, names like that, names that you wouldn't think um, that would be given in a predominantly Hispanic family. And it kind of got us down to the question where it was just like, man, like, I wonder why names like that are kind of given. And this one, this whole thing about names was, and and this kind of also spurred the whole thing because I was like, oh, well, they should name like if we ever had kids. Don't get me started on that topic. But if if Adriana and I were to have kids, I already had those names picked out. If it's a girl, her name would be Liliana Vess Medina, Vess as in V-E-S-S. And if it's a boy, it would be Jace Bellerin Medina. Like, I just think that those names are absolutely 100% amazing. Like, super cool names. Anyway, it kind of goes down the whole route of also language. So I think the whole thing with names and giving kids culturally... Gosh, I wouldn't even know what to call it, like culturally neutral names, like not too Hispanic, not too white, whatever, you know, Uh, I think it's to kind of help them prosper in the workforce, I think. And so that goes down the route of language and how people use or lose their native tongue. Kind of like people who grew up in a Spanish speaking household, they... There's some people who just hold on to their Spanish and that's our first language. And then English becomes our second language. And I have some friends who are like that and you would never know. Like, I didn't even know this until years and years later, like they finally came out with it and they're just like, Oh yeah. Like English was never even my first language. Like I only knew Spanish and I'm like, I would not have ever have known the difference. Uh, you know, I would have never known that English was not your first language because you speak English so darn well and so the whole language thing when i was in college they i want to say that it was called i think it was like the three like the language like the three-year language gap or something like that It was like the three-year theory on language and basically the whole thing proposes is that so we have we the best way I, I can explain it how i explained it to my wife was picture like the people who came to new york through ellis island okay they were immigrants from Italy and, and all these other places from Europe. And they're just trying to start this whole thing of the American dream. They wanted to prosper. And so these people who are coming from other places and let's just, you know, pick Italy, those people there spoke pure Italian, hundred percent pure Italian. And they had kids and they taught these kids Italian is your language, this is your culture, this is your heritage, this is the language that you're going to speak in the house. And anywhere, you know, this is just where you took it. Even if it was not like a a very well-known thing but for the kids, like, oh, you know, we have to speak Italian outside the house. I don't think that's the case. But Italian would have been spoken predominantly within the family. So then those children grow up and then they have their kids. And now Okay, so we have one generation right there. Um, Those parents have kids, and they're just like, you know what? This is culture, this is your heritage. You're going to continue to learn, you know, very basic Italian or whatever language it is. But you need to know that you have to learn English too, because we live in America. And um, when it comes to like jobs and interviews and getting ahead in life, no one's going to ask you to do something in Italian. They're going to ask you to do it in English. And so now you have dual language kids. So boom, perfect, fine. That's kind of where we are right now. Like that would be like present day, sort of. Not really though, but present day for me. Because I grew up, my mom and dad, so, okay. So my mom's parents spoke better Spanish than English, but English was always known, okay? Um my dad's parents even though i don't remember i call them popo but i don't remember too much of 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 my popo but my mima she actually just po- spoke pure spanish okay and so there was very little conversation between me and her her and i because i was not raised in a spanish household so now we go down to my parents my parents are fluent uh, English speakers. They speak English almost exclusively all the time. Um, my mom will speak Spanish with my grandparents, with her parents, uh, you know, on a case-by-case basis. But most of the time, it's pretty much the exchange is pretty big on the English. Um, my dad's parents, they no longer, you know, they're no longer alive or anything like that. But I know that my dad uh, would speak Spanish, mostly Spanish to his mom uh, albeit broken Spanish. And so between my mom and my dad, there was really no Spanish spoken in the house ever. Now, you know, they are always, my mom is more vocal about it than my dad is. It's like, Oh, I should have, I should have been more hard on you about speaking Spanish. You should know Spanish. And that's not to say that I didn't try. I mean, I had to take Spanish classes in high school. I had to take Spanish in college. Um, And I mean, I guess I did fine, but nothing ever stuck. And I never had, I never had an outlet to practice it because all of my friends speak English and this just goes down a whole route. So if we go back to the whole scheme, you know, we've had that one generation where they spoke pure one language. Now we have a second generation here where it's like dual language. And now the third language is that, you know, my kids and so this is where it gets a little bit tricky because if you grew up in an english-speaking household you're more than likely going to be teaching just your kids english but if you leave the house you get married and one partner speaks more than the other you're bound to have some type of dual language within the house but it's going to be a lot less so my language was has always been english so spanish kind of just never was never a thing it just died out for me now my daughter is actually bilingual but she was more bilingual when she was living with her grandparents um you know when when my uh when adriana was living with her parents you know and then sasha was born and all this other stuff um that family was more on the spanish side than the english side and so sash grew up hearing both languages all the time and also conversing in spanish all the time so now flash forward to everything that's going on now and um especially like in the household now here it, it's kind of crazy because we don't speak any Spanish. Uh there's really no need to. And it's it's kind of man, you have to tread really lightly with this kind of stuff because then there's some times where Sash wants to um test me. And like she just thinks that I just Guys, she's a six-year-old and she knows how to get under my skin. For all for all those parents out there who feel me, thank you. But this little girl gets under my skin because she just thinks I know nothing. And so she just starts quizzing me on these really random words, like, oh, well, how do you say dog in Spanish? Or how do you say water in Spanish? How do you say car in Spanish? And and then there's also some times where um I have had to speak Spanish in front of them because maybe it was someone who I knew personally who only spoke Spanish. And my Spanish is pretty broken. It's not good. I can make the sentences, the sentences up in my head, but when it comes out, it just comes out in nothing but gibberish. Um, and so, yeah, so Sash gets kind of freaked out when I do, when I like surprise her and I can speak Spanish from time to time, but it's not a lot. And so there are some times where she's like, oh, well, you know, I want you to respond to me. And this is mostly to, to my wife where, you know, I, I want I want you to respond to me in Spanish. I want you to respond to me in Spanish. But it's just this kind of thing where it's like going back and forth when the frequency of one language outweighs the other. That's where you start having a breakdown in, in whatever language you speak. So whether or not, I mean, she's young now. She's impressionable. She's going to try and hold on to whatever it is that she holds on to, especially with her grandparents that live here. Um, they speak Spanish almost exclusively from time to time. And, um, so yeah, there's a a high probability that Sasha will probably end up being pretty bilingual. Um, that's completely just up to her. And so this whole thing about names spurred this whole conversation on language and everything like that. But I thought that names like this whole story with, uh, my wife's cousin was insane how it wasn't a typical, you know, uh, cultural, hispanic name they're um uh venezuelan and so i was like my wife was like oh like guess the name guess the name and i just picked i was like being really really like you know silly about it and i was like you know some long names a first name with 10 last names and she's like no i don't even think it's going to be something like that like almost all the females on that side of that family like they're all very short very typical you know white names And so I was like, oh, man, that's going to be crazy. And it's probably going to be something that nobody's going to be able to pronounce. And um, this kid is going to grow up with some crazy, wild nickname so that everyone will be able to pronounce that name. And so that was definitely a very interesting conversation when it came down to the whole names and things. And see, this is kind of like the part where it's like, you, you end up having kids and then you wonder like, man, what kind of trauma am I going to put on my kids? Is it going to be about their name? Like, can you imagine like someone, like uh, you know, imagine waiting nine months just to find out that your name's going to be Blanket or Apple or um, Braxton Paxton or something? I don't know, some weird hipster, you know, inner city name. Um, Whatever the case may be, just know that Jace and Medina and Liliana Vest Medina, those names I got from Magic the Gathering, because I am a huge nerd. And I don't think my kids would hate me for that. I think those names are very, very cool. They have cards that they can, the expectation would be that they play Magic with me. You know, something that I'm trying to get Sash to do, but she, she's just not there yet. It breaks my heart. So, that's my whole thing on names, guys. So, I'm going to take a quick break, and then we're going to get into some of the other topics. Alrighty, guys. We are back, and I'm going to take a swig. So, traveling. That's what's up next. We're going to Austin. We leave on Tuesday. Um i don't mind traveling i know that there's some people who get like very anxious when it comes to traveling sometimes they get very anxious they get very nervous um i get like that sometimes i was very i don't want to say apprehensive but i want to say that i was very uh reluctant a little bit the last time that we traveled that was to uh, california for our friend vic's wedding um but it's kind of like once you get to the airport and everything and whoever it takes you, you say your goodbyes and whatnot. I mean, it pretty much kind of subsides and you, for me, my body kind of goes numb and I get very focused when I'm at an airport because I'm really trying to figure out, okay, am I going to the right, you know, gate, right terminal? Do I have everything? You know, there's just like this last minute checklist in my mind that I'm pretty sure I forgot one thing or another. And so... Traveling has always been something that I've tried to do uh, as easily as possible. I like driving places. I won't drive any further than six hours. That's the only catch. So six hours from El Paso would probably put us somewhere in Arizona. Um, I want to say it might take us somewhere to Oklahoma because I know that the wife has family out there. And I think we were tempted to drive. I think it's six. It might be a little bit more, actually. Um... I don't mind driving to Austin, granted, just because I know that I can split up. If I can mentally trick myself into things, I will. And so I know that from here to Fredericksburg is 300 miles, I believe. And um, it's like I know exactly where to stop for gas, like right before, stop in Fredericksburg. There's a couple breweries there. There's some really good barbecue. It's a really nice place to stop. And then from there, it's just another 300 miles, and then we're already in Austin. And so, I, yeah, driving has always just been simpler for me. But since we're traveling by plane, the only difference that this trip makes is that this is our first actual family trip. Sasha's come with us <clears throat> to... um. She's come with us plenty of times to Ridoso and Cloudcroft. I know that FitFam kind of drug. No, Fit, FitFam wasn't the one who did it. Um, it was everyone else in El Paso, that drug uh, going to Ridoso and Cloudcroft through the mud. As far as like, oh, when someone wants to say that they want to go out of town for a little bit, they always end up just there. It's like old reliable. I actually like going. Sosh likes going. She likes it when we stay up at the cabins. Um, she likes walking around. She especially likes it when there's snow which <clears throat> it's not always snowing over there, but the last couple of times that we've gone, it's been pretty snowy. So this time <clears throat> it's our family trip. We're going to Austin. We're flying. And this is Sasha's first time flying. The thing is, is that I have absolutely no idea what it's like to travel with children. I'm 35 years old. No clue. And so there is like a completely different um there's a completely different list in my mind of things that i need to make sure of i guess and so i'm just hoping and the only experience that i have with this is literally my own when my parents took me on my first trip and that was to uh, california i don't remember how old i was i was maybe like seven or eight when i went because they they took me it was like my first time flying and then it was also my first time to disneyland um i don't remember not liking it i i may have been nervous but i don't remember details there's pictures of me smiling there's pictures of me you know i had they they gave me the the window seat i still have my wings i believe it's from southwest when i got my first flying wings so I really need to figure out how to get one of those for Sash. And hopefully, if they do have those, they're not cheap. I mean, I know that mine were plastic and everything, but they're kind of cool. Like, hopefully, they're not, like, paper or anything like that. Um, So I, yeah. I like flying. I really do. Um, It doesn't bother me at all. Turbulence kind of sucks sometimes, though. Uh, the last time that turbulence really bothered me when I traveled was when I was traveling with my pops uh we were going to so my dad is part of this volunteer board for First Light Federal Credit Union and he's done such a good job that they moved him up to this position within the volunteering you know still volunteering and everything but they moved him up to such a position where they allow him to travel with this board um for the bank and so he's been traveling a lot lately at least for like the last 2 or 3 years you know he's been going you know in and out of town you know every few months and um, my parents just got back. They were in Washington D.C. And then <clears throat> I believe it was in twenty. It was a nineteen. Had to have been nineteen. Um, eighteen, nineteen. Definitely nineteen. Uh, turbulence sucked. We left from El Paso to Dallas Love, and I believe it was the the descent in to. Uh, we went to uh, New Orleans. The turbulence was so bad that it blocked my ears but man it hurt and i swear to you that my ears have not been the same like they consistently always get stuffy they're always popping i'm always having to like plug my nose to like kind of pop them um which i'm pretty sure is really bad for them and so that's the only thing that really grabs me about flying is the turbulence um we um I'm not sure if I'm allowed to tell the story yet or not, but I will, I should probably save this for a different time because this is a whole thing. And as a matter of fact, if I tell this story, I would really like my wife to be on here because she would give so much more color and context to this. But um, what we did do differently, because I was just kind of thinking about it and I'm already thinking like crap. Okay. It's not me and my wife. We're not going to be able to like really rush we're going to have Sash. She's probably going to, I don't know. I'm packing some melatonin, guys. I'm letting you know. I'm going to be that dad. You know, say, hey, it's snack time, and I'm going to accidentally throw a melatonin into, like, a bag of little gummy worms for her, some sugar-free gummy worms. And, you know, night-night for at least, you know, the flight. Um, but with, something that we did do is we have an appointment, and we are going through the whole TSA check thing like it's like the express lane because man tsa is whack guys it is so dumb they are some of the rudest people that i have ever met and the ones that are the rudest are usually the ones here in el paso they could care less about the fact that you are half asleep probably and that you forgot to take off your right shoe before you go through their little like body scanner man they will yell at you and so i'm just like you know nah it's I think it's like $78 a person and then it's good for 5 years of travel. So I mean that's pretty good especially considering that you know we now we can fly to Austin because now this is a thing. I've never flown to Austin so I have no idea. I've never been to the Austin airport before. Um but I mean we've flown to Boston, made multiple stops, all this other stuff. So I just think that it's completely 100% worth it. You can keep all your clothes on um So, yeah, traveling is going to be very, very nice. I'm glad to be over in Austin because it'll be cool to see, you know, it'll be good to see the cousins again and everything, my wife's cousins and everything, their family. Uh, My brother is over there. My nephew is over there. Uh, My brother just got his first house. And so it's going to be really cool. I get to go to Bucky's now, finally. I have never been to Bucky's and I have a sweater from there. And so I'm really hoping that this all pans out. I'm really, guys, just pray for me because I have no idea what it's like to travel with this, with a child. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm very, very weary about. Is that the word? Weary? No, I'm very leery. I don't know. I am just very. This is going to be a massive trial and error. So I'm kind of glad that this is happening at a time where it's like, okay, it's just Austin. It's a flight. We paid for it with points. Not too concerned about that. Um, it's not a big major trip. There's going to be family there. They might even want to steal the little, the little kid from us. Maybe we'll have some time for ourselves, but even though, you know, I still want to try and take Sasha to the Capitol, you know, do all the touristy things that the little kids need to see and whatnot. But then at the same time, I know that, um, that, uh, uh, my wife's cousin and that family, they haven't seen Slosh in quite some time. And so hopefully they'll feel so compelled to uh, steal the little girl from us for a little bit. Um, definitely need to see my brother, um, my nephew. Do the Capitol, show Slash the Capitol. We're probably, Round Rock Donuts, going to eat a whole entire donut that's the size of my face. Just tons of stuff, guys. It's going to be really cool. But like I said, it's going to be a very big, massive uh, experiment, trial and error, traveling with Sash, because we want to be able to go other places, and these other places, they're not always going to have family that's going to be so open to this idea like, hey, you know, go out for a little bit. We'll take care of the kid for you. It's not going to be like that. The only other place that we could travel that's like that, well, two other places would probably be uh, Colorado and Oklahoma, but Colorado probably not, because that's just – my brother-in-law and his uh, fiance. It's kind of not a bigger family kind of picture like that. Uh, Oklahoma's a massive side of the family that I still haven't met yet. And I'm pretty sure that they would want to steal the, the little one <clears throat> and, and keep her for a little bit. But I mean, there's nobody, you know, if we ever to go back to California, if we go to Louisiana, um, if we ever go back to Boston, if we go to New York. And then of course, like one of the things too, that Adriano really wants to do is start traveling abroad and so i mean um there's a a rapper one of my favorite rappers shout out to andy minio and i forget what song it is but he's talking about because him he's married he doesn't i don't think he has any kids yet and um he starts talking about like man imagine having a kid and you're in just like in the middle of like tokyo or something in japan and you just hear i don't wanna do it like oh my gosh guys like I would be so embarrassed if that ever happened. Like, listen, you tiny little human, you are in XYZ country, XYZ city. Show some respect, you know? And see, and, and when it comes to traveling with children and everything like that, this also come brings up a whole age thing too. Like, how young is too young? Because I can scroll day in and day out through Instagram and I can find a couple of accounts where people, you know, they'll post up these videos and they're just like, oh, you know, they told us we had kids too soon. Or they told us that we brought brought them, you know, when they're too young. And I'm just like, maybe they're right. Maybe there is an age where you're too young to appreciate what you're witnessing. I mean, I don't, I remember bits and pieces of the trip to California. Like, I don't remember, I don't remember the flight. I don't remember. I barely remember going to the beach. Um, Apparently there's a funny story between my mom and I, or at least my parents, where I fell off the bed. They, yeah, fell off the bed um don't remember that <clears throat> i remember god what was it called Not adventure island i don't know if that existed or not i don't remember epcot and this is and this is the other thing too guys i'm not a, i'm not an amusement park person i don't ride rides um and if i do i only like rides that go like in circles like that make you dizzy like the teacups like those things are crazy you yeah, those you better show some respect. You put some respect on that teacup name. But, like, I'm not going to go ride roller coasters. This body here does not ride roller coasters. I will never ride a roller coaster, ever. The last time that I rode a roller coaster was 2017, maybe. And I went to Universal City or Universal Studios and rode a Harry Potter ride. It was the like the the 3D one. It's like the broomstick ride. That one was okay. They actually technically called that a roller coaster. Um, I didn't think it was that bad. But then I rode the Mummy's Revenge, and then I rode another roller coaster. I think it was called the Flight of the Hippogriff. It was in, it was still in like the Harry Potter world. And man, that was the worst worst thing I could have ever done. Ugh, it was horrible. So it's kind of like, man, maybe Sasha's too young to be traveling. Like, Japan's not going to happen for maybe a few more years. That's just massive amounts of savings. But the way that we got our credit cards set up and the way that our point system works, we might be able to get there faster than, you know, sooner than later. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Like, what i is? I'm is, I'm going to post that up. That's the question to you guys tonight. What age is an acceptable age? For children to travel with you. Do you take them young or do you wait until they're old enough to understand the things that are going on and how to help take care of themselves more so that way they're not completely like totally relying on you? So yeah, pray for us, guys. You know, just pray for safe travels and everything like that, and and just pray for temperaments and pray for um patience because we're gonna need tons of patience because I'm I'm the type of person I'm I'm only thinking about just what kind of fun can I have that's really all I think about when I travel like I need to start working on like the food and everything that I want to eat and whatnot we also like rented a car I know that you know it's not it's not always feasible for some people to to rent a car but to be completely honest with you guys renting a car is amazing I really wish I would have just I really wish we could have just driven and just, like, left sooner than later. Um, Because, man, that's, like, one of the things that I hate about traveling is being at the mercy of other people or being stuck somewhere that I don't need to be or that I don't even want to be. I want to be able to go somewhere. It's like, okay, cool. Checked it out. Let's go. Let's hop in the car. Let's get the heck out of here. And so, um, and I guess, you know, I don't remember how much this one cost. the wife is the trip planner this time around. I planned Boston. She plans. She's planning this one. Um, I think it was just a little bit also more economical, financially savvy for us just to have our own car, uh, so that way we weren't Ubering everywhere. And especially because it's Austin, everything is very spread out. It's not like Boston where everything is very tight knit, where you can you don't mind walking in Boston. There's just absolutely no way to walk Austin. Things are just too far and wide apart. So pray for us, guys, okay? So let me take one little break, and here is a word from some affiliate branding, guys. Are you looking for athletic clothing that not only looks great but also represents your faith and values? Look no further than Whole Strength, the faith-based athletic clothing line that is taking the fitness world by storm. At Whole Strength, we believe that faith and fitness go hand in hand. That's why we incorporate faith-based messaging and design elements into each piece of clothing, reminding you and those around you of the values and principles that guide your life. So if you're ready to take your faith and fitness to the next level, try whole strength today and experience a difference for yourself. And I can attest to that, guys. I have four shirts. They're heavy duty. I love them. I got them an extra large, but you know what? It really just fits really, really, really good on me. So try it out. I want to give you my code. God of Jacob for 10% off your cart. Again, that's God of Jacob for 10% off your cart. Try it out, guys. You won't regret it. Are you looking for high-quality athletic clothing that not only looks great, but also performs at the highest level? Look no further than Flex Living, the premier athletic clothing brand for those who demand the best. But it's not just about performance. They also provide stylish designs and commitment to customer satisfaction. Whether you're looking for bold, eye-catching designs or more subtle, understated pieces, they've got you covered for everything that you need in their line. Guys, I can't stress this enough. I'm actually wearing a pair of their uh, athletic shorts right now. The graphic on these, it's a pizza, literally. Do you know how many people I'm going to get upset at the gym? Everyone's going to want to cheat. So try it out. It's amazing. They're comfortable. They last really long. They're durable. Great stuff. I wanna give you my code so you can try it out as well. It's IsaacJ88 for 20% off your cart. Again, that's IsaacJ88 for 20% off your cart. Give it a shot. Are you looking to take your fitness game to the next level? Then look no further than Redcon One Supplements. Their premium supplements are designed with one goal in mind to help you achieve your fitness goals faster and more efficiently than ever before. Whether you're looking to build muscle, increase your endurance, boost your overall health and wellness, or like me, guys, where I'm just trying to be the hottest dad in my daughter's first grade class, Redcon 1 is the supplement for you. So what are you waiting for? Get the pre-workout, get the protein, get some BCAAs, get whatever you need so that way you are motivated to get off the couch, to put down that extra slice of pizza, get to the gym, and start becoming the person that you know that you can be. And what I want to do today is offer you my code. It is M E D. That's t 20 M E D for 20% off your cart. And I'll see you at the gym. All righty, guys. And we're back. So I had to do a double take on some of the things that I had written down. And some of these topics are a little bit more, they're just kind of like people saying things and they weren't really like posing a question or asking what exactly is my take on something um so i mean just to say that i you know i i I acknowledge that you sent it to me yes i do plan on doing things on everything um as a matter of fact you know i don't want to give out too many spoiler alerts but kind of like how i said earlier some of these things are deep and if you guys just keep you know, keep watch on my stories. I answer the questions there and I use those, you know, whatever it is that you ask. I use that stuff to kind of influence the way that I organize stuff and stuff to talk about. And so some of these things are requiring a few paragraphs to write on stories. And so on that note, though, guys, I do want you guys to be uh, uh, aware that I'm going to be – uh moving all of that stuff to a completely different uh, Instagram account. Now something where my not going to lie, my not going to lie, my NGL link will be there all the time. It'll be there uh link in bio and everything just so that way I can start separating things. So that way things don't get too crowded and too, uh, you know, mixed up. Uh, I want my podcast to be the podcast and I want my other site to be more just for my photography and some of my video stuff. So, Please be aware that things are going to be changing soon. As soon as I find the time to sit down and dedicate some time to to setting all of that up, because one of the things that I'm having to like, that I'm having a big trouble with is when I'm doing my recordings, I'm already at like 44 minutes, but I'm filming in cinematic, and so it takes a ton, burns so much memory on my phone. I'm just trying to remember that I have to like dump stuff so that way I can make the videos for everything. So I'm gonna be doing this. And then probably editing the video for the rest of the night. It's not hard. It's just, it's just time consuming. And I still haven't eaten dinner yet, guys. That's crazy. So, yes, I do plan on doing stuff on everything. So, just to kind of shed some light, I mean, we've talked about style, we've talked about, um, we've talked about things that I dislike about myself and like some of my biggest insecurities. Um, there's one in here that was deep, and I actually got a response from the people that I want to try and work with on this, but one of the questions is, how do I feel about the sexual exploitation of children? Some of this stuff is crazy. Um, some, of this stuff, <laughs> some of this stuff could get me, get me in some deep water. Someone wants to talk about Edgars. That's going to be a fun one. So, I mean, just, uh, yeah, be on the lookout, guys. This podcast is going to go deep, and I really hope... To have some guests come on so that way i'm able to pick their mind as well about these topics but um let me transition into the next thing that i need to talk about and that was i i believe someone asked if i hate anybody i don't hate anybody like this is going to be a very simple thing but and, and i kind of said that in one of the responses that somebody had asked me to um dealing with a pretty uh, you know hot topic hot button topic, what do they call Hot takes? Um, I don't hate anybody. I really don't. And if I had ever hated anybody, I have wholeheartedly forgiven those people. I've forgiven myself for harboring and fostering those feelings of hatred towards people. But in my mind and in my heart and in my soul, I have forgiven them for what they've done to me. And so there's really no necessity to continue hating them for whatever reason um it's kind of like i i think that there's a quote out there i don't know who said it and i don't even know if it's in the same context but it's just kind of like hate is when you're holding on to hate it's almost like you're trying to uh oh god how do they say it i'm butchering it someone's gonna end up correcting me they i think it goes like if you keep on hating somebody, it's like you're drinking poison, expecting the other person to die. And it's just like, man, hatred is going to obliterate whatever mental health that you have left. Because at that point, if your hate is so strong, something else is is going on with your thought process of whatever's going on. And don't get me wrong. There's some things that people just can't get over. I've had those conversations with people where they're just like, I just can't forgive them. I can't. I'm not even there yet. Um, and so a lot of the friends that I have that end up saying those kind of things, those are typically my – my. Uh, I don't like using the term worldly. But they're definitely not my friends that are from church, okay? Um, but when my friends from church – start saying things like that, like, let's just say that they get caught up in something that they shouldn't be getting caught up in, or they end up, you know, hitting rock bottom. And they're just like, I hate this. I hate that. I I just always tell them, it's like, look, we're called to live in peace. The good book says that we're called to live in peace as much as is, as much as it's possible for us, we are supposed to live in peace with people. And, oh, man, if I didn't care about my teeth, you wouldn't believe how much I'd be grinding my teeth by hearing that. It's tough. It's a hard thing to do. But I don't hate people. I might like dislike them. I there's plenty of people on my <laughs> there's plenty of people on my friends list that I dislike because their uh their lifestyle is not one that meshes very well with me. And as much as I appreciate their friendship, and I love them, I love all of my friends, I love on everybody that I come into contact with, Um, I just know that the conversation is never going to get to a point where I can share Christ with them. Because they are filled with so much lostness. They are so lost in in competing with the other people for how much of the world they can consume. Thinking that consuming the world is going to, I don't know, get them something in life. But really the things that they're doing is just completely corroding. It's corroding their morals. It's corroding their ethics. It's corroding their personality. And so... Yeah, there's some times where when when you start having and doing and participating in things that start corroding the things that make you a human being, that is where the attitude and their personality and the way that they carry themselves can trigger somebody else to start hating them because they don't like the person that they that 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 they're becoming. And that causes a person to start hating them, like, oh, I hate. I hate this person. I hate when they do this. I hate when they do that. I hate their personality. I hate when they talk like, and so, yeah, I can see that happening. But for me, I don't hate them when that happens. It makes me insanely sad. And I don't have very many friends. I have like one, two, three, maybe four I'm going to say five, a healthy five. I have like five really good friends that I can speak very candidly to, but I can also speak truth to them. Um, But everyone else that's in a completely different group in my life, they're harder to talk to because they're very stuck in their ways. And they're very stuck in this idea that it doesn't get any better than this. And even when I have offered them the opportunity to hear something different you can tell in their soul that they that they i don't know they just can't acknowledge that they can't acknowledge what's going on in their own life to be able to lay it down to hear somebody else who's offering them words that could potentially make their life a little bit better i don't know and so I can see how that could cause someone to hate somebody. You hate somebody because they hurt you. You hate somebody because they've done you wrong. They, You hate someone because they cheated on you. That You hate someone because they came back into your life and all they're doing is making a mess of things. You name it. Hate is just never the answer, though. We're not called to hate. We're, we're called to live in peace. And peace sometimes just means boundaries. And living in a very... Hispanic city um, boundaries doesn't doesn't play very well in the Hispanic household. Uh, you start throwing out those words, mental health. You start throwing out those words, boundaries, and, and I'm, I'm protecting my boundaries and I'm setting up healthy boundaries. Man, you get called every single name in the book, um, some worse than others, and, um, and and yeah. So don't hate. I don't I don't hate anybody. I really don't. Um, you could name anybody in history. I mean, I don't, I don't think I could possibly hate them. I could be very sad for the things that they've done. And it makes me, it makes me mad that these people have done these atrocities throughout history. And it's like, you know, you have a little bit, you have more questions than answers, but I don't hate them if, and this is just something that I had to put into writing on one of the things that I answered on, on stories, you have to understand who you're asking that question to. Okay. It, you know, you're asking me, do I hate anybody? No. I, I don't hate anybody. I there's just no way that I could hate somebody when we have a perfect God who's shown nothing but love to us. Um without regard, you know. And so if we have this God, if, you know, God loves us so much and it's throughout the scriptures, it's, it tells us exactly how much he loves us. Why can't we love other people like he loved us? You know? And so it's kind of like, you gotta, you gotta take a big, massive step backwards and really look at the situation. It's like, do I, do I hate people or do I hate the things that they're doing And I'm just, you know, using that as an excuse to hate the person, you know? It's the very cliche youth group thing where it's like you hate the sin, but not the sinner. And it's kind of true. It's kind of true. You you know, hate what they're doing, but don't hate the person because the person is completely 100% salvageable. But what they're doing isn't because obviously their actions are going to have consequences, and those consequences could probably make that person a heck of a lot more calloused than you might think. And then our hate might even make them even more calloused. And then your those divine opportunities are now kind of squandered a little bit. So, no, I don't hate anybody. I try not to. I don't think I do. And I've been through some pretty crazy stuff. Been through some crap. And I, I still don't. I can't. I can't sit here and say that I hate anybody for the things that have gone on in my life I really can't and that leads us to our final topic how about that that wasn't that bad and the final topic was somebody that was asking about about the stories and they were referencing a um They're referencing a question that I had posted a few weeks ago during one of my sauna therapies and uh, my sauna therapy. And I had posted something to the effect of if I, you know, would people watch if I did like a early morning rant? And, you know, I'm going to lump that into the idea of just doing content creation and so... The, their question was, hey, like, whatever happened to that? Because I hadn't been doing them. I think I maybe did one um, and then I completely stopped. And this was before I had my epiphany with the podcasting uh, or starting it back up. Because I had, for, okay, so three things. One, I had already known that I needed to start the podcast because I had known that there had been some people who had been talking about it, saying that they wanted to come back on. So I knew that that was something that was on the horizon. Second thing was, um, I knew that the podcast was reaching a year of inactivity and that's not good, especially because again, in one of the, I think it was a podcast on Monday or Tuesday. Um, I think, I mean, um, sorry, I'm like having a complete brain fart. I have all of these different podcasts that I keep eyes on. And I mean, there's only really one podcast in the city that I w- would venture and actually listen to. And I didn't want to be as sporadic as they were, even though they're what I call sporadic is probably they're consistent. And so that was another reason why. I just knew that it was going to be a year that the podcast wasn't going to be touched. And so I didn't want that to happen. And so one night I was just like, hey, I have nothing to do. I'm on spring break. I'm going to do a podcast every single day for the next two weeks. And I'm going to actually try that. Um, It might not happen, though, just because I'm going to be out of town. So it's not going to be a full two weeks, but. And then the third reason too, is this because I knew that I needed to figure out what my pillars of content were going to be and my personal brand. And out of everything that I've tried, because at one point I had like six different brands that I was trying to get off the ground. Um, I knew that photography will always exist. But the second thing was that my podcast was literally the only thing that was hindering my podcast was just the fact that I was getting really tired of like asking people to be on the show, even though I know that some people do want to be on the show. And then two, um, like you know, long story short, my house flooded on New Year's Eve, and so my wife and I uh, we threw our whole bedroom into my office, and so if you can see. This is the first time that I've been able to work in my office. You know, door closed. I have my desk. I have everything set up. I got to my two mics, my lights, and everything. The floor is clean. My closet over here is actually, you can see my samurai swords. Um, Everything is actually neat. I have some stuff over here on the wall, but that's just like, it's not like junk. It's actual stuff that I need to just figure out where it's going to go. But that was another reason why is that I just had nowhere to do a podcast, like absolutely nowhere. And I wasn't gonna go remote just because that's a headache enough when I have to go remote when I'm meeting up with people, but I wasn't gonna do it in the kitchen. I wasn't gonna do it in a bonus room that I'm still trying to clean up and everything. And so again, a bigger long story short is just, I was waiting for the right time for everything. And it just so happened that when, the house started coming back together again after flooding and whatnot, that is when I finally had that epiphany. Like I'm going to do the podcast every single day for the next two weeks and see what happens. So yeah, the content and creation. So the the NGL link is what helps me develop the, the questions and the content for the podcast. And then now that I'm recording, I have the recording and this, that gets recycled and like chopped and screwed and sent everywhere, especially with YouTube. And so that's kind of how that works. And so that's kind of what happened. Whoever asked that question about like the stories and the early morning rants, I hope that answered your question. I didn't want something to just live on Instagram stories and just kind of have a 24 hour shelf life. Instead, what I've done is I've taken your suggestion or more like your concern that I haven't been doing them and turn it into a 24 hour response where I can actually type out my response, but then it gives me the content to do this here where everything else can spend a little bit longer shelf life wise. So it'll stay much longer. It will it could stay months relevancy on YouTube, but then I can recycle it through stories. I can recycle it and post in the new Instagram account for the podcast. And then it can also reside on TikTok as well. So. I have taken the early morning rants and the stories and everything, and I've turned them into a massive kind of branding and marketing house, so to speak. So hopefully that answers your question. They still exist. I answered the, the, I was going to do this whole thing where I don't answer the, the NGL links or the NGL responses just so that way it gave like this apprehension or not apprehension, but like this uh, anticipation for the actual podcast to see like, Oh, well, what questions did he answer? But I figured that if I go ahead and answer it on on the Instagram account, it'll lead to a more in-depth answer on the podcast that somebody could watch or can listen. So this is all, guys, part of the method to my madness. So but anyway, guys, we come to a close because I'm hungry. I'm going to go eat something really quick and I have to figure out what my next podcast is going to be and start working on the video. So I really appreciate you guys. I I really hope it wasn't too rushed or anything like that. They're pretty typical, pretty open-ended uh, uh, topics and discussion and everything. But once again, guys, I really, really enjoy just sitting down and talking with you guys. I really do. Um, remember that this podcast is listener-supported, so if you do feel it in in your heart somewhere in this tiny little area that maybe one day you want to see Isaac do this full time, uh, consider being a supporter of the show and who knows, maybe there might be uh, some type of perk later down the road, but until then any contributions is greatly appreciated and I will talk to you very, very soon. God bless. Have a great and wonderful evening guys.